This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. They produced some of the finest talent in Atlanta sports radio history. Get over it! Covered the best teams this city has to offer. Going to bed and taking a nap. And now, it's time to take their turn at the mic. It's time for the other side of the glass with Chris Thomas on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Chris. Oh, what's up Atlanta? That's right. It is time for the latest edition of The Other Side of the Glass. Nice to be back with you on this holiday week. Everyone I know is taking it a little bit slow this week. You're all hanging out, maybe spending some time with the family and friends, and everyone's having a grand old time. So I just want to say a very happy holiday season to each and every single one of you. It has been a great few days off for yours truly. I was able to take a little bit of a break and hang out with the family and the friends and do the whole thing, and we exchanged presents, and it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, I got my man Big O hanging out with me, doing a special little Saturday shift. The band is back together from Dukes and Bell, and we are hanging out with you on this Saturday afternoon. Big O, first of all, happy holidays to you and the fam, and how was your time? Um, It was amazing. It's uh first Christmas with my, my 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 boy and my wife and where he's able to kind of not quite fully understand what's going on but when he sees boxes that have wrapping paper on them he assumes that a he is supposed to open them all and b anything that's in that box is supposed to be for him so it's uh it was so much fun and it was so cool just sort of being a part of that and being with him and and the interesting thing now, though, is that uh, when you have a 15-month-old kid, 15-month-old kid, it's uh, his toys sort of become spread out all over the place. So any sort of grown-up space that we had in the house before has now become occupied by him. So it's uh, our living room has become his, I guess, second playroom. His room is his room, and then we have an extra room, a guest room, and that's become his third playroom. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just interesting to kind of see now that after Christmas now, it's uh, that's where the real fun begins because now it's time for him to play with anything and everything he got for Christmas and, and all that fun stuff. So, so I will uh, be transparent with you all here we have in an the incident. studio. Uh, Orrin, <laughs> I can't hear you right now because – we are having a headphone issue that I will try to resolve. Um, the headphones in the studio are not uh, being able to be plugged in, so I can't hear myself talk and I can't hear the station. So we will work on that, remedying that in just a second. So, all right, we got to get into the Atlanta Falcons because the Atlanta Falcons are basically – the bane of my existence right now because this team is being rumored for all of these different quarterback situations and it is not exactly uh, working out the way that I want it to. Um, let's start with this. Russell Wilson, no. Justin Fields, no. There is one option for this team and one option alone and that is draft a future quarterback, and make him QB1. Who is that guy? 
I'm going to tell you right now, that guy is Jaden Daniels. That's the quarterback for this team moving forward. That's the quarterback for this team that needs to be under center, needs to be groomed, whether it's Arthur Smith or somebody else, needs to be put in a position to succeed. And here's my question to you. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. What should the Falcons do at quarterback? If you think Justin Fields is the answer, fine. Give me your pitch. Try to sell me on Justin Fields. Because for me, it's too expensive, it's too cost prohibitive to bring in a guy that's going to be on one, count them, one good season. It's not good enough. It's not a big enough sample size. This guy's going to want, this is something that we were talking about before I left for my vacation. This is something, this guy is going to want to come in here, get his fifth year option picked up, and then he is going to want a fat stack of cash. For me, Justin Fields is a nice story, homecoming, hometown kid, and all that. But at the end of the day, is he the quarterback that's going to lead you to the promised land? I don't think so. Russell Wilson. Now, this one's a little bit more interesting. This one's a little bit more dynamic, shall you say, both literally and figuratively. Russell Wilson is a better quarterback, obviously, than Justin Fields. Russell Wilson would be coming at, believe it or not, it's going to cost less money to bring in Russell Wilson than it is to bring in Justin Fields because Justin Fields is going to want that fat contract. Russell Wilson already got his fat contract. You're not going to give him another fat contract. You're not going to put him in a position where he's going to make another $200 million contract. That's just not happening. So is it a slam dunk for me, Russell Wilson? No. Do I actually want him overdrafting a quarterback? No. This is something that has really bothered me over this week. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the object and the position of drafting a quarterback is being made to seem like an impossibility for the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know why. I've heard several people on this radio station, on Twitter, online, whatever, whatever media, whatever forum you want to talk about, basically say that, well, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be drafting, you know, uh, 10, 11, 12. So it's impossible for them to move up and draft a quarterback. Um, <clears throat> I have a question. Why? Why is it impossible? If that's the one thing that you need for your franchise, if you need that one thing for your franchise, and we all know what that is, that is the quarterback for this team. If this team had even a Russell Wilson this year, they'd be a playoff team, 100%. But why can't the Atlanta Falcons trade for a quarterback? Hmm. I don't know. Is there some law that says the Atlanta Falcons can't trade for a quarterback? Last time I checked, you can trade up in the NFL draft. I know it's going to cost you, but this whole thing is going to cost you, and that's my point. No matter what direction this franchise goes in, it's going to cost you. You're going to be in a position where you're going to have to give up assets, and you're going to have to give up things that are important to this team and its future, whether that's money, whether that's cap space, whether that's draft picks. Whatever it is, you're going to have to make yourself mm, hurt, let's put it that way. Hurt a little bit in order to get this quarterback position figured out. So whether that's drafting up or whether that's acquiring Russell Wilson after he gets cut or whether that's trading for Justin Fields, no matter which one of those options you pick, it's going to hurt in some way, shape, or form. But, again, why can't you trade up? Why can't this organization say, hey, we know the position we're in. We can go get a guy in Jane Daniels who just won a Heisman Trophy, accounted for 50 touchdowns this season, can move with the ball, can move without the ball. He's great in the RPO, and that's exactly what this Arthur Smith offense needs. So people are going to say this, Turtle, he only has one year left because we're, I think we're all assuming that if Arthur Smith comes back next year, there's going to be some sort of mandate put in place even if it's not you know done in the handshake with Arthur Blank it's it's pretty apparent that if this team does not make the playoffs next year that there's going to be major changes and there still could be major changes this offseason who knows um oh you need a veteran in there yeah I, I get it would a veteran be a good option in terms of you know 
keeping your <laughs> basically fighting to keep your job? I guess so. But at the same time, what about if Jaden Daniels comes in here and he lights it up? What was Anthony Richardson doing before he got hurt? He looked pretty special. How about a guy named C.J. Stroud? Why can't a rookie come in here with Bajan Robinson and Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith and a good offensive line that you can obviously address in the draft and in the offseason? Matthew Bergeron worked out pretty damn good, didn't he? believe he started every game for this team, and in one of those games, he was the only starting offensive lineman left in the game. So I think the draft has been pretty good. I think Terry Fontenot, if he's taken any crap this season, I think it's undue. I think he's put together a pretty damn good roster. I think he spent money in ways that are really productive and really healthy for this team. Jesse Bates is arguably one of the three or four best defenders in the league this season. So that's my question to you. 404-726-0929. What should the Falcons do at quarterback? For me, I'm team draft Jaden Daniels. You do whatever you need to do to go get him. You do whatever you need to do to go get him. 404-726-0929. Austin, you're up first. Austin, you're in the game. Hey there, y'all. I just want to say uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. I think one of the biggest issues with the team right now is the fact that we don't have any development going on at the QB position. So do we trust Arthur Smith and the current organization to even uh, go as far as to be able to develop a guy like Jaden Daniels? Is he going to be a day one starter? I mean, I would love to, you know, stay where we are, possibly trade up to get the best guy that's the front office. Like you said, I trust Terry. Uh, I think he's a really great uh, uh, front general manager right now. I would say, hey, let's go and get our guy the best value. Let's bring a veteran so we can groom that guy in. Because personally, I think that Desmond Ritter should have been a little bit more developed before he even started. and should have had a lot of more, uh, you know, people around him to, to even get him to be in a better position. And I don't think Arthur has that. I don't trust him as a fan uh, to be able to do that. But I do trust a Kirk Cousins over a Russell Wilson who seems to be having locker room issues to come in here, uh, get that done done for us, and develop a guy maybe like Jaden. Uh, Jane Daniels, like you're saying, or Michael Penix. I don't know which rookie is the best, but priority for me is getting a rookie. But honestly, I would love to get a veteran as well so we can get that rookie in the best position to play for the future, not just for Arthur Smith's possible last year. That's my take on it. All right, Austin, appreciate the phone call. Good points. Obviously, I agree with you. Drafting a quarterback is the move. It's the only move. Russell Wilson, you really want Russell Wilson in here, guys. He's a headache. He's a diva. He's a drama queen. And I can tell you this. From a first-hand perspective, the vibes at Flowery Branch are immaculate. They really are. The whole organization, all the players, the coaches, everyone is in sync. Everyone is in the right direction. Everybody likes each other. You can just tell. Have I had one-on-one conversations with everybody there? No, but the overwhelming majority of the people we speak to, Dukes and Bell, we have players come in every single week. We're sitting in a room that's smaller than the studio I'm in right now. We get to see these guys' faces, get to see these guys' emotions and reactions. I'm telling you, you don't want to bring in a guy like Russell Wilson. He changes all of that. Arthur Smith, in my opinion, is a good coach, but he doesn't have the cachet. He doesn't have the cachet of somebody to come in there and say, Russ, you know what? You're not doing this, that, and the other thing. Because Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson has been an MVP candidate. Russell Wilson has been a Pro Bowl quarterback a lot of times in this league, and he's somebody that could disrupt the chemistry. Yeah, it's fine if he plays well, but what if he doesn't? What if he reverts back to the quarterback from last year, not the guy from this year? What if his offense just doesn't work with Arthur Smith? There's so many variables out there. All right, 404-726-0929. Frank, you're up next. Frank, you're in the game. Um, I get your point, you know, from a financial perspective. You get four years of a rookie quarterback. The question is, does Arthur Smith have four years, especially if the Falcons don't win out? I mean, you would have been here for three years with no no, no winning season in three years. But, Frank, let me say this, and I'll let you finish uh, real quick. What's best for the franchise is not necessarily what's also best for Arthur Smith. I'm worried about the future of the Atlanta Falcons as a whole, as an organization. If Coach Smith wins out and he's a part of that plan, that's great. If he doesn't, the franchise still needs to move on. And to me, bringing in Justin Fields when he's going to get a bloated contract or bringing in Russell Wilson when he's going to disrupt your locker room is not as good of an option as trading for Jaden Daniels with all the weapons or uh, trading up to draft Jaden Daniels with all the weapons that you have on this team. 
Well, it, and to me, if you're gonna go with a rookie quarterback, then you need to get a new coach. Because the thing is, well, why not get a coach that actually wants this guy? You get too many cases where coaches are inheriting quarterbacks that they didn't didn't pick. I mean, so for to get Jane Daniels, let's just say Arthur Smith doesn't want him, but you say Arthur Blank is looking out more for the future. I mean, now you got a mismatch right there, and that's not gonna work. Yeah, so, I, I hear I you, mean, Frank. I gotta run just because I'm up against the break here. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. You know what the problem is? Arthur Smith doesn't have that choice, guys. He doesn't have that luxury. He put himself in this hole. He dug this hole for himself by being in this position that he's in right now with this team needing to win out to potentially squeak into a playoffs. All right, if you're on hold, stay there. When we come back, we're taking more of your phone calls. 404-726-0929. What should the Atlanta Falcons do at quarterback? If it's up to me, Jane Daniels is the guy. Coming right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, man, some of you guys are funny. 404-726-0929. That is the number to get on. We got full phones right now, so I'm going to hit them hard in just a second. But we got some texts on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Somebody uh, texts in, you speak as if you've talked to Justin Fields and he told you what he wants. You have no idea what that man wants, so stop saying you do. Uh, Hey, guy, um, I don't want Justin Fields here, so I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I don't want Justin Fields here. It's not because I don't think he can be a good player. I do. But what you have to do to get him, you have to trade for him. And then you have to pay him a ridiculously large amount of money if you want him to be the Falcons quarterback for the next five, six, seven, eight years. And you're doing that based off of an incredibly small sample size. Incredibly small. He hasn't put together a single full good season yet in the NFL. I'm talking about pillar to post, game one to game 17. That's what I'm talking about. So you want to give that man a $200-plus contract when he's, to qu- let me quote Carl Dukes here, done nothing in the NFL to prove that. He's had spits and stops and spurts. That's all he's had as an NFL quarterback. He has not put together the type of career yet in the NFL that warrants him getting the type of contract he's going to want if he comes to Atlanta. You talk about taking a risk. I got people hitting me up on Twitter. You can hit me up at C Thomas Radio. They're telling me, hey, Turtle, you know, it's a big risk drafting Jaden Daniels. You know what's an even bigger risk? Giving Justin Fields a $200 million contract. 404-726-0929. Dash, you're in the game. Dash. Um, back and drafting Sam Hartman in the second or third round. Say that again, Dash. I didn't hear you, bud. What do you guys think about hanging back and drafting Sam Hartman in the second or third round? Uh, That's an interesting one, Dash. Thanks for the phone call, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, Sam Hartman, to me, I I don't see. Here's the thing. 
if the Falcons are going to take a quarterback, it's going to be in the first round. So it's not going to be your Sam Hartmans of the world. It's not going to be, you know, whoever decides to come out, Riley Leonard's of the world next year. Guys on guys on that level, guys that are borderline first-round picks, guys that are, you know, talented quarterbacks that could make a splash in the NFL, but you're not entirely sure. And honestly, Dash, I'd put guys in the first round projected this year in that category as well. Michael Penix Jr. Guys, you realize he's had two major injuries already? He's he's a turned ankle away from not having a career in the NFL. It's like an RG3 situation. So I'm not entirely sold on him either. Drake May, Caleb Williams, I agree. Those guys are not really in the cards for the Falcons. But Jaden Daniels, he's a guy that you can go up there and get. He's definitely a guy that you can go up there and get. 404-726-0929. Big Rick, you're in the game. What's going on, man? Good topic today. What's up? Um, hard, hardest of hard passes on Justin Fields. Let me just say that right yes. now. I agree 100% with everything you're saying about that. Um, I actually do, out of all the quarterbacks, I do like Jaden Daniels the, the most. But just realistically speaking, and I understand what your sentiment is, but you got a coach who, who's in battle on the hot seat. He's not going to draft a rookie quarterback to come in because it's, it's just too risky. And as the owner, it's not up to him. To, it's not up to him. Well, that's what well, I'm talking about. The owner now, too. As an owner, are you going to allow him to draft a rookie quarterback knowing that he might not be around and then the new person might come in and that's not their guy? Well, yes. Here's, he, choice. here's why, yes. I'll let you finish and I'll tell you why, yes, first. Because what you say is, I'm going to take that money and I'm going to spend it on a top cornerback a pass rusher to go alongside AK. We don't know if Campbell's coming back next year. We don't know if Bud Dupree is coming back next year on a offensive lineman that all of our offensive line has been getting hurt this year. So you say, yes, I'm drafting a rookie quarterback and I'm taking a chance on him, but I'm going to solidify all the other holes that we know that we need using that same money that I would have spent on Justin Fields or Russell Wilson. Okay, and and I understand that sentiment, especially when you're talking about the Justin Fields thing. But as far as Russell Wilson, when I look at this guy's production on a Denver team that has no weapons on offense, not a, not a very good offensive line, and he still goes out there and does 26-8, defense is ranked like 31st in the entire league. If you add that to our team, his worst season in his career was last season. He had like 16 touchdowns and 11 picks. If – if, if Ritter gave us that type of production, we might already be clinched. We might have 10 wins. No, I but hear he, you. I hear he, you, and I appreciate the phone call. I got to run just because we got full lines. I want to make sure I get to everybody that I can. We got Joe Patrick coming up here in about 10 minutes. Um, here's the thing. Russell Wilson is obviously the most secure option out of these three. I'm not being naive. I understand that. But for me, it goes in this order. Do everything you can to draft Jaden Daniels. Option B, Russell Wilson, and a very distant option C, Justin Fields. Russell Wilson is a gamble, not because so much of the -the on-the-field production, although that is also a gamble. You have no idea what he's going to do when he comes in here, if he comes in here. You have no idea. Is he going to be the quarterback from this year that revitalized his career from Sean Payton? Or is he going to be the guy last year that couldn't get the ball 10 yards down the field? I don't know. He's going to be 36, 37 years old. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about a guy that's Justin Fields' age. That's why Justin Fields is an appetizing option for some of you out there because he's so young. Russell Wilson is much closer to the end of his career than he is the beginning. I mean, could he play three or four more years in the league? I guess. But at what level? And then also, there's the other stuff that I was talking about, the -the off-the-field stuff. Do you really want to come in here and potentially disrupt what is a really, really good thing that the Falcons have going? Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, you want Mr. Unlimited coming in here and disrupting the locker room? I don't, especially if he's not playing well. Oh, my goodness. Then everything. All that culture you built goes right into the toilet. Dwight, you're up next. Dwight, you're in the game. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Dwight? I love it. I love, I love the topic. I love the conversation and everything. I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to be late for lunch because I wanted to join you. <laughs> what you got, <laughs> buddy? Much. Anyway, 
But uh, anyway, yeah, the, whole, the, the very topic of it is now. I'm 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 sorry, but I am a pro Justin Fields man. Uh, he is a Georgia boy. I know he would definitely love to play for Georgia, so he may compromise with us. Uh, we got many different options, not just Justin Fields, what's called it, but I mean, you guys, I mean, look at Tyrod Taylor for New York. Look at uh, Tyler Huntley for Baltimore. These are guys that are being paid minimum salary. They're not going to break the bank, and they got experience and can ball. But for the end, with these guys like what Smith's been doing that trying to work with these uh, rookie guys, this is not OJT. This is the NFL, not for losers, okay? So we want to get a quality guy here that can produce. And that's all we're lacking right now as a quarterback because that defense, the Bruise Brothers is what I call them, that defense is lights out. So they can keep that defense together this year. Get a quality quarterback. If fields don't come, you still got Tyrod Taylor as an option. You got Huntley as an option. There's some players out there. They don't have to be Michael Jordan on the football field, but can get us at least get us some touchdowns and get us some wins in the game. That's all we read. That's all we're asking for right now. Yeah, so, but, yeah. Dwight, I hear you, brother, and thank you for the phone call. Enjoy that lunch, man. Hope I didn't make you late. 404-726-0929. Here's the problem with the guys you just named. Tyrod Taylor, much like Russell Wilson, is at the very, very back end of his career. He's also incredibly injury prone. He couldn't start this season. That You, you want to know why the whole Tommy Cutlets thing started in New York? It's because Tyrod Taylor got hurt. That's why. So I'm not investing my future into Tyrod Taylor, even for just a season. Tyler Huntley, I'm good. I'm sorry. I mean, he's had a couple of nice moments when Lamar Jackson went out, but he's a backup quarterback in this league. He's not a starter. If you told me Tyler Huntley was a backup next year, that yeah, now I'm interested. Especially you get Jane Daniels in here as your starter and you get Tyler Huntley as a backup, now we're cooking with gas here. I like that. 404-726-0929. James, you're up next. James, you're in the game. Hey, what's up? What's um, up, man? I like the I like the Jaden Daniels take. That's probably my favorite pick for quarterback as well. A um, couple things I think need to change, though. I think Arthur Smith's got to give up the play calling deals. And um, I also don't think you can let um, Jim off the hook so easily. I think the um, his first his first and last most recent draft wasn't the best in the first round. I think uh, Kyle Pitt should have been Penny Sewell and Bijan should have been Jalen. So I don't think letting him off the hook totally is uh, is what you need to do. I hear you, James. Thank you for the phone call. But here's the other thing. David Onyemata, Jesse Bates. I mean, those are two pretty damn good signings that he made as a free agent. How about Calais Campbell? Leader. Where would we be without Grady Jarrett if Calais Campbell wasn't here? David Onyemata missed some games. Contavious Street, we brought him in. He was balling out, out for the season. So I don't know. I kind of disagree with you on that. I understand why you could criticize the first-round picks. I don't get it either with the whole draft the best offensive player available thing, but if we get the right quarterback in here, see, here's the thing. Everybody's looking for that sort of prime Chiefs, back in the day Chargers with Phillip Rivers and LaDainian Tomlinson. Like, that's what everybody's looking for from this offense. Clearly, that's not happening this year with Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter. That's not happening. So, if the quarterback comes in, whether it's Jaden Daniels, whether it's Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill, God forbid, whoever it is, if the offense can look like that, then Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith look like geniuses. But because it hasn't worked for a combination of reasons, everybody's questioning Pitts, everybody's questioning... Well, actually, I don't really think anybody's questioning Drake London at this point. I think he's proven himself to be a pretty darn good receiver in this league, but Bijan for sure, just because there were other options available at positions of need, which I understand, but let's see what that offense looks like with an actually good quarterback in there. And I think people would be singing the praises of the GM and the coach rather than saying you guys messed up by not taking different positions of need. Next up, Mark. We got Mark. You're in the game. Mark, who are you taking at quarterback? Well, it's going to sound crazy, but I will try to work out some kind of miracle deal to bring in Justin Herb. Uh, all right. So, so sell me on it. How does that, how does that work? Well, man, I give up draft picks. I mean, you've got the talent there. You need a trigger man. And of all the quarterbacks that I see right now, and I'm not saying he's available, but what would you give up to bring in a proven quality quarterback such as him? And he's not a, a burden on the team. He's not a diva. He would be a fit 
for what I think the Arthur Smith wants to do. Sometimes I don't know what he wants to do, but I don't think he does either. But you're going to bring in a young quarterback to a team that has no experience. So I would two number one picks, maybe a couple of number twos, uh, kind of like lay it all out. Go go all in. Go get a real first-line quarterback, and Herbert seems to me to be a perfect fit if they'd be willing to give him up. Sure. Mark, appreciate the phone call. Um, normally I'd call you crazy, but but look what's happening in Los Angeles right now. Let, I know we got a break, and I got a couple people left. I'm going to try to squeeze Chris and Lesson here really quickly. Just real quick sec on the on the Chargers. Look at that team really closely. They have major salary cap issues. Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, they are paying out some fat, fat contracts to people that are going to either be on the downside of their career, looking for new deals, resetting the market. They're bringing in a new head coach. Maybe it's not the I, – would I bet it? No. I would say there's a 99% chance they would never do that. The door would be shut. The phone would be hung up before you even got the word out. But given the situation in Los Angeles, it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. So, Mark, I actually like it. I'm not going to lie. Chris, you're up next. Chris, real quick, you're in the game. Okay, man. Yeah, I got to be quick because, Turtle, I got a lot I want to say. But I would go with Justin Fields, and this is why. And I get your point about the money, but you just talked about free agent signings. Well, then here, Terry, is your chance to get creative with the contract, give him a signing bonus, spread it out. But he's not necessarily $200 million, which you keep saying. It may be 140 150 160 which is really nothing to sneeze no, at. No, Chris. Hold, hey, Chris, hold hang on. on. No, 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 no. But I, I, I'll let you finish, but I can't if you're going to say – like, that's just not true. It's going to be two, maybe 250 That's That's just where the market is. Yes. And you talk about how he's unproven and all that? Yes, be, I, I just because that's – Hold on. But that's how it works, okay. Chris. That's just how it works. It's it next works. man wait, up. Wait a minute. I know football. But wait a minute. Justin Fields – okay, we can we can disagree. I don't think you can necessarily – Pay him two hundred. Like I said, one eighty, one sixty is nothing to sneeze at. But he, you're talking top echelon quarterback, and by your own sayings, he's not all of that. But here, let, let me finish. Cause I, uh, you, you really got a great topic today. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. The the next thing is, I think that you know he was with the Bears. The Bears is one of the worst run franchises as historically as it is over the past 10, 15 years. They fired Lovey Smith after a ten and six season. They drafted Mitchell Trubisky and have traded away their defense. I think if you get him, he comes to Atlanta, obviously like one caller said, a Georgia kid, and you've got a real motivated Justin Fields. And lastly, please do what John Harbaugh did in the Baltimore Ravens when they took Lamar Jackson at the end of the draft with Flacco. When Flacco went down, they scrapped the offense and did what Lamar Jackson could do. If you get Justin Fields, go back to the Ohio State tape and run what he runs. Great topic today, bro. I love arguing with you. All right, thanks, Chris. We'll talk next week. Uh, We got to run. I'm just going to say this. Justin Fields is not signing a contract for 160, 180, 200. That's where it starts. You talk about upper echelon quarterbacks, Chris. Here's the problem. Here's where you're wrong, my friend. Patrick Mahomes is the upper echelon contract. He got $500 million. So $200 million is right where Justin Fields is. All right, I know we're way behind here, so we're going to take a break. Come back. Joe Patrick, when we get back, more Falcons conversation coming your way. Other side of the glass, Chris Thomas, Sports Radio 1998. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Nine the game. Great job on the phones. Thank you to everyone who called during the first couple of segments. Really spirited conversation about the Falcons quarterback room and what they should do next season. We'll get back into that a little later in the show. 404-726-0929. But right now we got to head out to the WadeFord.com hotline and welcome in our buddy Joe Patrick to continue the Falcons conversation. Joe, how are you, sir? Chris, I'm doing good. How about you? Yeah, doing well. Uh, fresh off of a, of a vacation, came in firing with some hot takes yeah. on the Falcons quarterback <laughs> room, and uh, we had a great conversation. So before we get to that conversation, though, uh, give me an update on the injury report. I know a bunch of guys started the week on the injury report, but it looks like we're getting nearly a clean bill of health. Yeah, yeah, pretty close to it. Um, there's only one player that's questionable for the Falcons. Nobody out. That player that's questionable is Kayla McGarry, who's obviously been out now for – a few weeks, but I'll tell you, I was in that locker room this week and he definitely looked to me like he was doing more out there in practice. Like you can just tell sometimes when guys come in from outside, uh, you know, just how sweaty they are, how dirty they are from having worked out. And um, he definitely seemed like he had done more. And I did notice this week also that he was working alongside Chris Lindstrom in the portion of practice that was available for us to view. So typically that would tell me that he's at least, you know, definitely got a a decent shot. He is wearing a brace on that knee, that right knee that he injured. But um, I would think that if he is capable of going, he's going to be one uh, that is really needed against this really imposing Bears front. So it's a good, it's a good situation. The Falcons are dealing with this week, all things considered. I mean, I don't want to see anybody get Wally Pip, Joe, but Storm Norton's done a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah, I think Storm Norton's performance this year, it's not that it's been perfect, but I think it has opened eyes to, like, how much value are we getting out of Caleb McGarry at that right tackle spot? I think it's one that the Falcons may be interested in, you know, strengthening, frankly, this offseason. They've got plenty of needs, of course, that they're going to have to address, but you got to wonder if, you know, it's, the Falcons signed Caleb McGarry to a contract last offseason, but you know, it is one that they could afford to to cut him and move on from on like a June post June first cut if they want to. Uh, so it depends on what you know comes to them in the draft and free agency and all that stuff. But I think that Storm Norton's performance, I think, has opened some eyes to exactly what kind of level of play are we exactly getting at that position this year. Sticking on the field here as we're chopping it up with Joe Patrick Falcons Bears tomorrow, right here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game from Soldier Field in Chicago. All right, it's going to be cold. The Bears are really good at stopping the run. So what's the game plan going to be? Man, I, you know, I could totally see, not to like kind of be, throw a wet blanket over this game, but I could see it being quite boring, quite low scoring. Um, for me, both of these defenses kind of outmatch the opposing offenses, or at least at least um, are, are, are really tough matchups for the opposing offenses, what they want to do. Because on the other side, the Bears like to run the football. You know, obviously they have Justin Fields who helps in that regard. And the Falcons are one of the best run-stopping teams in all the league. In fact, Pro Football Focus has the Falcons deep, like their grade, um, just in how they're, that they check out on tape, as the number one run-stopping defense in the NFL. And that's in large part thanks to these linebackers, especially Nate Landman, who's come in and done an amazing job and is in Pro Bowl contention. But I just feel like it's one of those games where the matchups for both teams are tough. And when those, when those kinds of matchups happen, typically it becomes that kind of game of field position, KD type of game. And especially when you think about the conditions at this time of year in Chicago, I think it's going to be pretty breezy there tomorrow as well, which means that, you know, for one, you know, quarters will kind of uh, alternate as to what team is better able to pass the ball. So, unfortunately, I think it could be one of those kinds of games. But if you're the Falcons, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, you don't care how it plays out as long as you go out there, you, know, you finish the thing with uh, a higher score than the opponent. That's all that matters. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's basically right now as we talk – about their playoff positioning, um, it's kind of like a chessboard right now. You just got to kind of move 
the pieces as they go and try to matriculate your way down the field or down the board in this instance because not only do the Falcons need to win out, Joe, but then they need a lot of help and machinations and this team needs to lose and this team needs to win. But if this team beats this team, that it just it's a really, really <laughs> wonky NFC bottom of the playoff standings right now and even for the division. So what do you give the Falcons chances right now realistically? Let's say they win out. Do you think that this team has a realistic shot to make the playoffs? So that's the thing. And I was actually talking with uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter about it this week of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, we, we, we were talking about the, the playoff odds. And I think that if you look at most of the simulators, they would give the Falcons at about a, I think it's like 10 to 12%, something along those lines. Just yeah, from, I saw 11. You know, with, the, with, these, with these two weeks of play, yeah, it's somewhere in that range. But D. Led, and I, 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 I can't confirm this for myself, but he said that um, – because I, I, I was wondering, well, what are the chances if, like, you assume the Falcons win out? Because we know that that has to take place for them to make the playoffs. And if they win out, then apparently the odds are actually, like, greater than 50-50 that they would make the playoffs. But the key is, obviously, then if, if you got – so that basically means there's a greater chance than not that you actually get what you need to happen around you, which is, first of all, this week – uh, you need the Bucks to lose, the, Ram- the Bucks, Rams, or Seahawks to lose. Um, if all three of those teams win, then the Falcons are going to be mathematically eliminated no matter what happens in Chicago. So it's just one of those things. And by the way, all three of those teams are favored, but that's just how the NFL goes, where it's like even if you're favored, it's so much more of a coin flip than anyone likes to think. So the odds are, as it stands now, that the Falcons are more likely to get in than not if they're able to win these two games. It seems to me – like Vegas, the, the reason that those simulator, the, the odds of 11% are, are such is because no one believes this Falcons team is going to win two in these last two games, and uh, maybe rightfully so. You know, they would have to end up winning three games in a row, which this team has not done uh, in the Arthur Smith era so far. So it's been a long time since we've seen this Falcons team uh, pull off something like that if they were to accomplish it. All right, Joe, let's address the 700-pound gorilla in the room that is yeah, sipping, that. That is sitting that. on top of the elephant in the room. That's how big the situation <laughs> is right now. All right, I'm going to give you three doors. Choose, in your opinion, what is – all right, I'm going to give you two choices, the most <laughs> likely option for the Falcons and then also the okay. best – what you think is the best what option for the Falcons. That is okay. pick up Russell Wilson after he gets cut in whatever that is, March or June or whatever designation it is, trade for Justin Fields or move up in the draft and try to get either Drake May, Caleb Williams, or Jane Day? Ooh, man, this is tough because I think that there's another door that I would prefer prefer to go. But um, so of those three options, I think what I would do would be to trade for Justin Fields uh, I think what the Falcons would do, given those three options, oh, man, that's tough. I, I Actually, I think it's also to trade for Justin Fields. because I just don't think that this team is in a position where they want to trade all the draft capital that it's going to take to just move up into one of those top spots. I, I just don't believe it. And I also don't believe that they would even see some of these quarterbacks as, like, being ideal fits. I think if, if you had a different kind of quarterback, and I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, and it's honestly tough because – these college offenses are so much different than the offenses that um, basically like the Shanahan style offenses that, you know, Arthur Smith uh, runs. And, you know, we could talk about that later, but Arthur Smith does things very, it's funny because all the play calling, you know, he's a bad play caller. Well, actually, if you look at like just what he does schematically, it's very in line with what Kyle Shanahan does and Sean McVay, by the way, with running a lot more under center than anybody else in the league that has a diverse run game, and then you just get a pocket-passing quarterback that's able to distribute the ball around. That's what those guys do. That's what Brock Purdy's doing. That's what Kirk Cousins did with Aiden o- uh, with Kevin O'Connell. That's what Matthew Stafford's doing with Sean McVay. So I think that's the kind of quarterback that will fit best in Atlanta. But I would say with those options, I mean, I think that you know uh, the, the Justin Fields gambit would be the one – with the highest reward for the lowest kind of, it would it would be the lowest price. I think I guess other than Russell Wilson, but honestly, I'm already I'm that one's out of my mind. It is not happening. I, I will I will tell you that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, for me, here's the thing, Joe. Justin Fields hasn't done enough in the NFL 
to warrant the type of contract that he's going to want. And I was debating I this. With I call- agree. I was debating this with callers for forty minutes straight, Joe. The minimum contract he's going to want is in the two hundred million dollar range, and that's just because that's what the quarterbacks are going for. It's not because he's that mm-hmm. good, and it's not because he deserves mm-hmm. it. Patrick Mahomes gets five gets five hundred million. Justin Herbert gets whatever, $250 million. Joe Burrow gets $250 million. I don't think Justin Fields is going to get that, but he's going to want something at least semi-comparable to that, $200 million, mm-hmm. $190. What, Joe, he, his best touchdowns, he threw 17 it, touchdowns and like yeah, 2,500 yards, and everyone's clamoring has, for he, this guy as if he's the second coming. I, I just don't understand. He, he he has 30 interceptions and in 38 career games. I mean, I'm totally with you on him. I just like, again, given the, those options, I would bet, I would just like, you know, it would be a gamble. And I, I ultimately don't think it would pay off, but there is, a, I guess, a chance that it would. Um, listen, like, I get why there's a fan appeal for him. He's um, obviously a local guy. He has uh, really, like, kind of um, just the, the raw, you know, uh, instincts and, and abilities that he has kind of make you salivate a bit at what he could potentially be. But honestly, I think that, that we have a large enough sample size at this point to understand what he is. And he's just not going to be the style of quarterback that in my opinion fits what Arthur Smith wants to do. I think he would be much better served, honestly, if he were to go into some different system. Like I think um, he would be a much better fit for a guy like Eric the uh, in, in Washington, because he's going to run a, an offense that, he's more accustomed to Arthur Smith is going to want a quarterback who can get under center and turn his back to the play action game, uh, turn his back in the play action passing game because they want to set up the diverse run ability with having a quarterback under center. And that's just not the style of, of game that Justin Fields has played in the pros and in college. And so it would be a big adjustment period for him. And I just don't see it frankly working out well. I think there's a reason why they decided not to draft him when they had the opportunity to do that. You would think that even if you say, oh, well, Arthur Smith didn't want him. Like, I think, you know, Terry Fontenot would have wanted to if, – if Terry Fontenot thought he was going to be a quarterback that would work out for them, they would have taken that opportunity. Why would you not when they had the chance to do it? And I just don't see that coming to fruition for him, unfortunately, because I like him. I'm an Ohio State fan. He played for Ohio State. Great Buckeye. Um, but, you know, I just don't see it. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I've never seen a player, I think, that – has this much kind of fan support considering the production that he's put up in his career to this point. Yeah, I totally agree. Wrapping up here, our conversation with Joe Patrick, uh, I want to end with uh, your, you you uh, got me excited a little bit with your other option, this door number four. Yeah. So I want to yeah. hear that before I let you go, but I'm on team Jaden Daniels and, and briefly I'll just explain why, because sure. for me, what you're looking for is the C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson type of spark to, to not only the offense but the entire organization. And if you have the ability to get that, I think there's no price too big to pay. I think that if I believe in – I mean, I'm not the Falcons organization, but I believe Jane Daniels could be that type of player in the NFL. I think not only does he have the skill set, but he's a very smart quarterback, and you put those two combinations together, you're looking at a guy like a Russell Wilson, like a Kyler Murray when he's playing as well as he can, like hopefully what a Bryce Young turns into. That's the type of player I see Jane Daniels being, and I think that – I don't draft picks are air until you use them and they work out. So if it costs you two first round picks or it costs you a first and two seconds to move up to me and he becomes that guy, there is nothing I wouldn't pay for that. But that's just my opinion. We'll see what the Falcons do. All right, Joe, let's wrap this up here. Door number four. What do we got? Yeah. So just really quickly, I would like, I'm with you on Jaden Daniels. In fact, I think I kind of consider it like a top three quarterback situation. And I would frankly have him potentially as my number one overall of, of all these quarterbacks. I think he might be the best one. I'm kind of cooling off on Caleb Williams quite a bit, uh, looking at doing a deeper dive on his stats. But I think the fourth door is um, sign Joe Flacco. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even kidding. It doesn't have to be exactly Joe Flacco. But I'm totally fine with going with a more experienced quarterback. Uh, I think the one that's most intriguing to me right now is um, potentially acquiring Jacoby Brissett, who will be a free agent after this year. Obviously, doesn't have a, a long track record of starting games in the NFL, but has a long track record of being in quarterback rooms. And um, I think that, you know, he, he played for Kevin Stefanski last year. I think that he would have some familiarity with what Arthur Smith would ask for him. But anyway, the, the option is, 
go veteran quarterback that's going to be a short-term holdover. And when you look at this group of quarterbacks in this draft, first of all, I don't think you would have to necessarily draft one. But if you wanted to, if you like, you know, potentially because J.J. McCarthy ran a more pro-style offense at Michigan. No! Uh, Michael, Pen- Michael Penix. No! Also, Michael Penix is my favorite. Michael Penix no! is my favorite. But, but there's obviously issues me- medically with his knee. But I think if you trade if, – if, if those guys end up falling because – you know, they have opinions like you do. Uh, GMs have opinions like you do in the draft. And those guys fall to the end of that first round. Then maybe you trade back up because you'll have an extra potentially second round pick this year. You could potentially trade back up into one of those spots and, and take him before he gets back into the top of the draft with all these quarterback, uh, all these teams who need quarterbacks in the second round. Oh, my goodness. No, Joe, I'm going to have to strongly, strong is, disagree is, on that. No stop Is, is, no is bad for you as, as McCarthy? Well, I just don't want him because of the – he's a turned ankle away from ending his career. He is. That's, yeah. and, that's, yeah. and if you're going to invest that much stock into somebody, they can't be – that close to an injury, basically direct. Like for me, he's RG three. That's that's what's going to wind up happening, okay. unfortunately, in Michael Penix. But Joe, no to the stopgap quarterback. No, no, no. <laughs> we want the guy that's going to lead this franchise for the next decade. All right, my friend, we got to run. I'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the bowl games today, sir. All right, all right. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate uh, it, man. All right, that is Joe Patrick, our Falcons reporter, right here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Ooh, Mike Conti might be sweating a little bit. Penn State's down right now, ten three. Chick-fil-A Bowl at Mercedes-Benz. When we come back, Warren's going to get a speaking part. How about a producer six-pack from Big O? Coming right back with you in five. Sports Radio 97 of the game. Odyssey out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.